y'all. Welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I'm your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I'm going to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources who remind you, you don't mom alone. In this episode number 245, I have the pleasure of introducing you to one of my good friends, Erin Morgan. You know, I think being an introvert and even being in the season where you have young kids, it doesn't mean you isolate and it doesn't mean that you stay home. I had to push myself to get out of the house, but I think that just means that you you seek out your friendships and the relationships that you have and you be present with those people. My husband likes to say my superpower is um, listening and empathy. (laughs) Um, And that is a gift that you bring to the table with the people that you live your life with and being present in someone's life and having the margin to sit with them and the insight to hear their heart is really a ministry and is really valuable in the world. And so my advice there is, I think, don't isolate yourself. Keep pursuing your friendships and your relationships and use your gifts in those areas, even while you're, you know, feeling maybe like you're drowning, like we were with our young kids. Aaron and I have been friends for a long time. Our oldest boys were babies and playgroup together. And now those boys are teenagers. So crazy. We have walked a lot of this motherhood journey alongside one another. And then individually, we've been learning more about how God has uniquely wired us and appreciating those differences. And I thought this would be a good week to give Erin some space to talk about how being an introvert impacts her mothering. I feel like those in my life who are introverted and, as Erin would say, are living a small and faithful life often don't get the appreciation and the highlight that I think they deserve. You know, there are a lot of platforms out there and there's a purpose for platforms, but there's also a lot of ministry. I think a majority of ministry that happens in one-on-one relationships. And so we wanted to give space and an affirmation to those of you who are choosing a way of life and see the world in a way that is not often given enough credit or applause. And I just wanted you to be seen and heard and to be reminded that you're not alone. Aaron and I don't get to see each other as much as we'd like. Our boys are in different schools. We're in different churches. But one week a year in the summer, we get to see each other a lot at Pine Cove Family Camp. We talk about the camp in this show, but we forgot to mention the name. So I wanted to tell you that and let you know that I put a link in the show notes. Before we get to my chat with Aaron, I want to highlight the amazing FabFitFun, this month's sponsor. If you don't know what they are, it's a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. And I know that Aaron and I both have received FabFitFun boxes because we showed up to a girls weekend once and had matching cosmetic bags from Yumi Kim. There are so many awesome items from quality brands like Tarte and Kate Somerville and Anthropology and Free People. And that's just the beginning. Don't miss out. These boxes sell out fast and everything in them. I'll tell you, there's some eye cream I've been using from my latest box and it's fantastic. And I never would have splurged on it on my own. Everything in the box values for over $200. It retails though for $49.99. And as a Don't Mom Alone listener, you get an additional $10 off if you use the coupon code DMA1010. Go check it out over at fabfitfun.com. Don't forget that coupon code DMA10 at fabfitfun.com. 
All right, let's get to my chat with Aaron. Here we go. Hey, Aaron, welcome to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. Hello. <laughs> y'all don't even know, y'all don't even know that this podcast wouldn't be happening without my friend, Aaron Morgan. Oh, I don't think that's true. It is. <laughs> this is the whole point. So when I was thinking about the concept of where God has assigned us and trusting what he's given us, I thought of my friend, Aaron Morgan, you sitting right here. <laughs> Because it truly is this one moment in our whole story of friendship where I was in a bad place of three young kids Mm -hmm. and just struggling to enjoy this life that I thought I always wanted. And we were at Mops and you just directed me. Do you remember? I do. I do. What did you tell me about? You know, I just said, have you heard of this? thing that this lady's doing on her blog about getting up early and just being up before your kids. I don't even remember how I came across it, but I just kind of threw it out there to you. Like, have you heard of this? And I hadn't. Yeah. And at first I was like, uh, no. (laughs) Who gets up before their kids? Crazy people. (laughs) But that started a relationship with God that went deeper. Mm. And with Kat Lee, who has been influential in leading, you know, me, knowing how to start a podcast and a lot of other things, but I wouldn't even have known about Kat. Yeah. If you hadn't have said to check out this. So friends, helping friends. Yes. Speak up too. speak up friends. Yeah. I think your life. Yeah. Was there like a little hesitancy? Like Heather is struggling. (laughs) Should I say (laughs) something or not? No, I think I just, I don't tend to share myself much. I don't know. I'm not, I have to kind of be pulled out. And so sometimes I forget that like what I, have to say matters and so or could affect change for someone and so speak up like share what's going on share a resource yes yeah help a friend out Mm -hmm. that's how you don't mom alone too yes is honestly like i was doing the rinse and repeat of motherhood Mm -hmm. and it wasn't working Mm -hmm. and until someone else entered that story i would just continue to be in a state of misery Mm -hmm. that motherhood is miserable but (laughs) i the way i was operating in motherhood I was making it miserable. Yeah. Yeah. You just weren't flourishing in that time because you were not. Yeah. I was relying on my own strength Mm -hmm. and I wasn't pulling from anything beyond my limitedness. Yeah. And when you get, when I got to that many kids. Yeah. She couldn't. Yeah. Just being up. I mean, it was really revolutionary in a way what she was just encouraging moms to just, just don't be woken up by your kids. Wake up before them and get yourself together a little bit with the Lord and be ready to greet them. I just remember that was kind of a breath of fresh air to greet your kids in the morning and say, I've prayed for you. I've thought about you. That was so encouraging. Changer. It was. Yeah. So introduce everyone to your family. Okay. Um, I'm married to Clark, who I met in high school. And uh, we have three kiddos. Our oldest, Andrew, is 14. And then we have Corinne, who's 12, and Claire, who's eight. That can't be that old yet. I know. I know. Ah! <laughs> So our oldest boys were in my living room Mm -hmm. on rolling around on the carpet as babies and have stayed good friends, even though they're at different schools, different sports interests, but it's common interest of music still. Yeah. Yeah. We do family camp together Mm -hmm. and have just stayed connected. Lots of good life. Yeah. Yeah. So we've walked this motherhood journey together and you and I have each learned more about who we are. Yeah. 
And I think it's been really valuable for me as I was learning more about how I was wired to watch you learn how you were wired. Mm -hmm. I think at kind of similar times we were learning about. Yes. This Mm -hmm. extroversion, introversion dynamic where I was like, are introverts a real thing? Like, I don't know that this is real. I'll never forget you saying that. I didn't think they were a real thing. I didn't believe it. So I I birthed one and I was like, oh, he needs to be alone. I see. That's really funny. Yeah. So. Tell everyone about your journey because I know introverts are listening. Yes. Yeah. Because the likelihood is, what? Is it? I don't even know. What are the percentages? I don't know either. That's a really good question. But yes, I think there are a lot of people who identify as introverts or more lean more that way. Mm-hmm. You know, just in talking even just about being young moms and having young children, I kind of found myself dying on the vine a little bit because <laughs> I just didn't realize how much my children would drain me at times because I am an introvert. And so I, gosh, it's probably been almost five years ago now that I read the book that I say changed my life. Um, (laughs) Not the Bible. The Bible already changed your life. The Bible does change my life daily. Um, And it's called Introverts in the Church by Adam McHugh. Adam McHugh. Okay. Mm -hmm. We'll link it in the show notes. Yes. And, um, I can't even remember where I heard about this book or who brought it to my attention. But I just remember when I started reading it, I mean, I would only read a couple of pages and I felt like my mind had been blown. I would have to put it down and go tell Clark, did you know this about introverts? I just, (laughs) I felt like somebody was finally saying, like reading my mind and validating everything I had ever felt or expressed about who I felt like I was. Mm. Um, in a way that just had never been done before. And it was, it really was life changing because I was, it allowed me to just step into, I think who God had designed me to be. When you were that young mom and you were drained, you said, and just how much pouring out, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're home with young kids, I know moms can identify with that. What were some other challenges? Because I'm sure it went beyond, like how did it impact your friendships and your marriage now looking back? Yeah. Like, how were you feeling in regards to friendships and your marriage, those relationships when you're getting drained daily by your kids? Yes. I was just completely overwhelmed, which causes me to withdraw and isolate big time. I just have no energy for other people. Then, you know, I can get short with Clark and just have no margin to process what other people's needs are. And my husband has needs and my friends have needs. I want to pursue my friends and my relationships with other people. And it just felt like there was no energy there for that or margin in my mind, you know? And did you layer then on any other emotions? Like I can imagine other emotions coming in because I know your heart, you love people and you highly value friendships. So if you're feeling like you're not meeting those needs, was there any other emotion on top of that? Well, I think I just found myself thinking, what is wrong with me? Mm, Like there's something wrong. Yes. Like I'm failing somehow. Yes. What's wrong with me? Absolutely. Like what is wrong with me? Why don't I have the capacity Mm. for what that person is doing? You know, it, it seemed like my friends were able to, you know, have 
lots of play dates and <laughs> like be out see, all the time. You and see me on, on Facebook, like I'm at the zoo in the morning and then the yes. uh, museum in the afternoon. And totally. Like, yeah. like just, yes. I mean, I just didn't even want to leave my house, which is, which is naturally the way that I'm wired. Just I'm, I'm a homebody. Um, and so it was very hard for me to look around and see my friends and even, you know, people in my family who I just kind of felt like there's something wrong with me. I cannot, mm-hmm. I have no energy. I have no bandwidth to put everyone in the car and go to a public place and have to worry about their safety and all the people. And, you know, I mean, it just was, I I would say overall, it was just, there's something wrong with me. Why, Mm -hmm. why don't I have that capacity? Why can't I do that too? Mm -hmm. So, and I I think that goes along with like a lot of shame that we can put on ourselves. Definitely. Like like I am wrong. Yes. Which isn't true and mm-hmm. I know that you're freeing a lot of moms who are feeling that especially when they're hearing my message don't mom alone they may think that means get out mm-hmm. do things with lots of moms be super busy in your relationships yeah. and I want to discourage that because that is not healthy if that's not how you're wired yeah and I mean you know me that I had my worst days when I had to stay home yeah like yeah. those were when I was shrinking the more kids I had and I had to stay home I was like oh this is not my best self (laughs) this is not my best self so I I mean it it is truly getting to know how you're wired Mm -hmm. instead of feeling that shame of Mm -hmm. I'm wrong yeah so you're reading this book you're becoming aware Mm -hmm. and how did it shift things for you you know, there's just so much power in someone saying you are exactly who God was, who God designed you to be. Mm. And so for me to see that there are people in the world who really just their energy gets drained. They don't have the capacity for lots of people, lots of energy, lots of whatever. I just, I keep using that term validation. I, I think it, it just helped me to see like, I'm okay. This is who God made me to be. Um, and in the book, he talks about depth over breadth is what mm-hmm. he calls it. And mm-hmm. so just that introverts kind of like to have deeper, not wider relationships or live, I guess, activities. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, I- You'd I, rather invest in the few things. Yes. And really strengthen Really go those. deep. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know if that answers the question. And it's called introverts in the church. So how did it impact even- the dynamics in the church world. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about motherhood and friendships, mm-hmm. but even your role in the church, I know some of your spiritual giftings. Yeah. And so how did that validate some of that? Yes. Um, you know, I like how he talks about the way that the American evangelical church is really designed for extroverts. And so I, I think it just encouraged me to say, this is who I am and my gifts are not to be up on stage or to lead necessarily, but I love to be behind the scenes. And if you give me a job, I will get it done or I will pray and intercede for you. Um, you know, rather than be upfront or trying to delegate or, you know, that that's Mm -hmm. just not the way that I am gifted and, and to be able to just take ownership in that was great. Aaron has always had the, um, reputation in our little group of a prayer warrior Mm. and she and I went to a conference Mm -hmm. again you were so great to go (laughs) you were so great to go I was blogging at the time Mm -hmm. and you knew some of the 
bloggers. And so you're like, I'll go with you. Mm -hmm. So you came along with me and we met uh, Francie Winslow Mm -hmm. and Kristen Lemus. I mean, you already kind of knew Kristen. But Francie introduced us to a whole nother layer of prayer through Mm -hmm. inner healing prayer. And she's come on the show a few times to talk about that and other things. But you and I were like, yes. Yes, we're in. Let's do this. <laughs> we are here for this. <laughs> and what did we do? Uh, we, we did a lot of crying. We did a lot of crying, but we said, <laughs> no. we were like, let's meet. We're going to do it. Oh, yes. We tried to just pour our hearts into this prayer ministry. And we were lost. We were <laughs> two lost sheep trying to lead each other. You like Googled some things and printed them off. We sat on the couch and we're like, now what do we do? Yes. And so that kind of went away. Yes. Yes. And then a year later, um, a couple of our friends from church were, we had no idea, but on the side, God was leading them in a Mm -hmm. similar way. And so they prayed for me and prayed Mm -hmm. for me and he'll help me through some healing. And they prayed with you. Yes. And then you and I have been able to pray together Mm -hmm. and God's just, and then y'all know my story of needing healing after my dad passed and mm-hmm. Aaron was one of the gals who prayed with me at Pine Cove mm-hmm. and such so, a privilege well thank you that was a huge another step in my story of freedom and you're part of it mm-hmm. and it wasn't from a stage and no one would know unless I told you mm-hmm. it happened on a porch in a, a camp in Tyler Texas yeah. not a big platform and so again, we're reminded mm-hmm. of the beauty of the ministry that happens, mm-hmm. being who God called us to be in the positions he's placed us. Mm-hmm. And I love what he's shown you recently. Can you share with everyone that? Because I think that's going to really resonate with a lot of people. Yes. Um, you know, we live in a city that is very go, go, go and do all the things and um, big D. I mean, it literally <laughs> says big D. Right. Everything's bigger in Texas. That's right. And I just, I kind of found myself caught up in feeling a little insecure just about am I doing enough? Am I being all the things to all the people? And I had to really get with the Lord and be reminded that what I'm doing in this season of life with my children and my family is a true ministry and is where God has me. And I really felt like he was impressing on me and I had to keep telling myself (laughs) this kind of motto for my life, which is that a small and faithful life is pleasing to the Lord. And I can so easily get on social media or even be at church or just be out and see people or see friends who are doing things, who are leading things, who are, who have platforms. And I can either choose to say, why not me and be insecure? Or I can say, Lord, what you're doing through them is awesome, but you have me somewhere else. And what I'm doing is just as pleasing to you. And that was great for me because it gave me the freedom to say, Lord, I'm right where you have me Mm -hmm. and there's fruit in this. And Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. Thank you for the work that you have given my hands right now. I love it. It's, it's taking any lies that pop in our heads mm-hmm. of unworthiness or are just this seeking significance that we're trying to find. Like it's choosing to then repeat that truth. Yes. Yes. And I love that phrase. And I hope y'all can latch onto that phrase mm-hmm. of that small and faithful life is pleasing to the Lord. The second your brain wants to go to the lie, mm-hmm. you just hear that mm-hmm. i mean for me it was if i'm in the middle of god's will i'm never missing out yes and yes. so 
It's finding so that good. truth. And so wherever you're finding a lot of discontent or stress or, I mean, that's not from God. That is not, right. that's not a peaceful place. Mm-hmm. Then I love how you went to God and said, okay, mm-hmm. what do you have for me? And that's what he gave you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he continually reminds me of that. And even this week in my Bible study, we were studying Proverbs. And one of the Proverbs we read was um, Proverbs 14, 30, which says, a heart at peace gives life to the body. And it was just a good reminder to me, is my heart at peace? Am mm-hmm. I at peace where with where you have me, Lord? That gives life to my, bo- to my body, to my bones. And then I can do the work he has for me. And so I just keep being reminded of it and that he's kind to do that Mm. and faithful to do that too for me. So, so helpful. Yeah. I really truly know because they'll message me. There are women and especially moms of young kids that are struggling through this, like the weightiness of feeling not enough Mm -hmm. It to change diapers, to be home, knowing maybe in their mind that that is a a great assignment God's given them, but also feeling they have gifts and talents and are they being untapped into? Mm-hmm. What are the smaller, maybe behind the scenes ways that God has used some of your talents that could inspire a mom who's maybe, you know, has them, doesn't necessarily feel like they need to be used on a stage or publicly, but is looking for ways to have that outlet mm-hmm. so she can those gifts don't go without yes use you yes know? yes you know i think being an introvert and even being in the season where you have young kids it doesn't mean you isolate and it doesn't mean that you you know stay home i had to push myself to get out of the house um but i think that just means that you you seek out your friendships and the relationships that you have and you be present with those people. My husband likes to say my superpower is um, listening and empathy. (laughs) Um, And that is a gift that you bring to the table with the people that you live your life with Mm -hmm. and being present in someone's life and having the margin to sit with them and the insight to hear their heart is really a ministry and is really valuable in the world. And so my advice there is, I think, don't isolate yourself. Keep pursuing your friendships and your relationships and use your gifts in those areas, even while you're, you know, feeling maybe like you're drowning, like we were with our young kids. And when he says to you, your superpowers are listening and empathy, do you believe him? Because I feel like when I will tell moms, or mm. friends, oh, you're so good at X, Y, and Z. They dismiss it. Mm. Do you believe him? Like, do you see um, that you are a good yes, listener? Yes, okay. I do now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you believe it. You believe it. Yes, yes. Well, I think you also are very, with that time, you're intentional to do meaningful things. Mm-hmm. Like you pay attention to what people mm-hmm. like. And I don't know, like even thinking of family camp, making that quilt for mm-hmm. our director of yeah. all of the past t-shirts from his years of being a director. I mean, that takes time that so many people are so busy and their margin is so small that they wouldn't make the time for. Yeah. But super meaningful and valuable to him and a great skill set that you have. Yeah. To quilts. Yes. Well, I mean that that is self-care for me, right? right, right. And so when I can spend time 
quilting and making things with my hands. For me, that's self-care. And so I make sure and build that time in where I can. But then I use that time, especially if I'm making a quilt. I mean, that is a wonderful time to pray for that person and Mm -hmm. thank the Lord for the work that he did at family camp all those years or whatever it is. And I don't think that is it something to be dismissed? No. I think that that is really valuable to the Lord and to the people you're praying for or thinking about in that time. Um, so I don't dismiss that at all. Yeah. I think you're very discerning. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you were the one who was it? Kate plus eight. What was the show? Oh yeah. What was that show? I think John and Kate plus John eight, and Kate yes. plus eight. We were all obsessed with, and you were like, I don't know. Don't like how she talks to her husband. And I was like, huh? Yeah, you're right. And then then you were like, I stopped watching that show. And I was like, I should stop watching that show. And then wouldn't you know, you saw Mm -hmm. it coming. Just really discerning. (laughs) So I'm thinking in a world that's fast paced and promotional and get bigger, get bigger, get bigger. What you're talking about has even more value. It stands Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. from the crowd of everyone headed this way. And you're like, hey, everybody, hold on. (laughs) Like, what's the rush? why all the big when i don't know i even find like if i'm talking to a giant room of people Mm -hmm. the depth i can get to versus if i'm praying with one or two Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah yeah yes you know i think what i love about you heather is that you process quickly and you can think on your feet well and you can you can talk through a situation Mm -hmm. i have to kind of take a step back and process and I might come back to you later with something I've thought about. Um, And so I think it's just something I have to do. I just process slower. I just go Mm. slower. But it's also because I'm if I go too quickly, I miss things Mm. and I might miss, you know, a a discipline issue. I need to hit with my kids if it's a character issue. If I'm just if we're just go, go, go and I'm busy, busy, busy. For me, that the way I am, I have to have that margin in my in my day and in my time and in my life to make sure I don't miss those things. Some people don't miss them and they can, they're just not wired that way. I mean, certainly not everybody is like me, but for me, that is just, I I don't want to miss the things that I need to really catch. And if I'm not taking it slow and making sure that I am thinking about and processing just our life or what's happening, then I'll miss, I'll miss that stuff. You know, I think it's super valuable because we're not saying everyone needs to be Aaron. Right. We're not saying everyone needs to be Heather. Yeah but we're appreciating the difference Mm -hmm. and I think highlighting a perspective that gets missed Mm. Uh, a design God's design and making you the way he did often isn't promoted. Yeah. Because I find like speakers and writers often are writing to people like them. Mm. Yeah. Not often are those who are wired the way you are writing about it right, right, and talking about it because that's not their wired <laughs> yeah. to be out there and be like, look at me, mm-hmm. I'm introverted. Yes, yes, I'm very uncomfortable right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I really love you so much. Oh, I love you. And I'm so thankful that God put our paths together. Yeah, me too, for and sure. And we'll still keep, oh my goodness, going through the teen years. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great going to be great and marry off these kids maybe to each other you have two girls <laughs> two girls my odds are really that's right in my favor <laughs> so thank you for being on the show today thank you really appreciate asking it asking me Erin is so gracious to me as i extrovert all over her introvert and sometimes step over her words 
But I am grateful that she took time to hang out with me and to share with you. Um, I would love to take a second and just pray over our relationships to not allow the enemy to cause us to believe lies about our value, to cause division in our relationships. So I'm going to pray for us. Lord, I thank you for the way that you are so creative. I thank you that none of us are the same. I thank you that um, just like Paul said, we're all unique parts in your body. And together we are a beautiful tapestry that that works in synchrony to display the, your image in our own unique way. I pray for whoever is listening that they would be inspired to look to you more and understand their friends better and understand themselves better. I thank you for the prayer ministry that you've led Aaron and I too. I pray for more and more followers of you, Jesus, to figure out what they've been believing that's not in line with what you say about them and to just align themselves with the truth of who you say they are, to confess that and to receive your forgiveness, to accept it, to let it soak in. And so they can be supernaturally set free from those things that are keeping them from loving the people around them, from listening, from showing empathy and from moving forward in whatever you have assigned them to do. I thank you, Lord, for the platforms and I thank you for the small and faithful lives. And I thank you that we don't have to look to the right or the left and that we can keep our eyes fixed on you. I pray for a spirit of comfort to fill whoever is listening, hope and encouragement to pour over her as she does the things that may not get applause today, as she lives a life that she feels led by you to live, but may not get a lot of thumbs up on Instagram. I pray, Lord, for deeper and deeper understanding of you and who you made us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all for your prayers for my trip to Oaxaca this last week. I have shared pieces of my trip over in Insta stories and highlighted them. If you go to my profile at Don't Mom Alone, you can see it says Oaxaca. It's spelled with an O, O-A-X-A-C-A. And you can watch some of those videos. Um, I'll be giving more updates. It's kind of always hard to share what you're doing while you're going through it. Um, but God did show up and he did open my eyes. I can't unsee what I saw or what I heard and the beautiful people that I met there who have been fleeing really hard things. I think so often we are talking about why everyone wants to come to America, but we're forgetting what they're fleeing from. And so many that we met with didn't even have the goal of getting to America. They were trying to get to a place in Mexico that could provide them with safety, good jobs, good schools. So anyway, lots more that I'll probably be sharing in the future. I met so many women on our trip that I would love to have on the show and talk through the topics. But in the short term, you can go to Instagram and see some highlights from my trip. Thank you all. I hope you have a wonderful week. Upcoming episodes, I'm going to have my friend Jenny B, who's a single mom and business owner and homeschooler, and uh, Jada Edwards, who's a fabulous Bible teacher. I'm also going to be interviewing John Townsend, one of the authors of the book Boundaries, and I'm going to be talking to him specifically. So many of you have reached out to me with questions about setting boundaries with parents and in-laws. And so if you have questions, I'm going to be asking for those on Instagram this week. So keep a lookout for that. All right. Mother's Day's coming up. Since moms are my thing, uh, I want to make sure that you are celebrated. I don't know how I'm going to do that, 
but maybe it'll be like a big giveaway of all the things. Ooh, that would be fun. All right. <laughs> Obviously, this is all well strategically planned out, but um, yeah, maybe maybe we'll do that this week. For we'll have a little Mother's Day giveaway. Yes, love it. All right. Thanks y'all for sharing with your friends and following along. I hope you have a wonderful week. Adios. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Don't Mom Alone podcast. If you're wanting to connect with more people and more resources to help remind you that you're not alone, head over to don'tmomalone.com. That's also where you'll find the show notes with any links mentioned by our guests. Most importantly, I want you to know the good news, the great news that you're not alone because God has promised to always be with you. With faith in Jesus Christ, the one who died for you and rose again, he said when he left, he was going to leave a helper, a comforter to be with us. God in us. Moms, that is superpower. So while you're washing dishes at your kitchen sink, while you're driving to and from work, while you're feeding that baby late into the night, while you're cleaning sticky floors, God promises to be just as present and with you as when you're worshiping in a church pew. As it says in Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Now that's good news. Have a great day.